0: This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Monday, January 8th, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. Governor Eric Holcomb on Monday unveiled the eighth and final legislative agenda of his two-term tenure, focusing on improving the state's child care system, addressing falling early literacy levels, and raising awareness of the state's myriad of job-related training programs and tools.
1: Using this Hoosier playbook to, to make sure that we're improving That's what taking it to the next level was all about, after all, is constantly seeking to improve on every front, again, to make Indiana the best place to live, work, and play.
0: The Governor presented his 2024 Next Level Agenda, which includes legislative and administrative priorities at the Indiana School for the Deaf and Blind, which receives significant state funding for capital improvements in the 2023-25 budget. The proposals, which include everything from holding back third graders who can't read to lowering credential requirements for childcare workers, aim to solve the state's workforce development challenge by preparing students for success after graduation and helping employers find skilled workers. The Failing comes as Indiana lawmakers return to the statehouse this week for the 2024 legislative session. To showcase state investments made in public health, child care, education, and workforce in the biannual budget passed in the 2023 session, the governor's office announced the creation of the Hoosier Playbook, described as a, quote, placemaking resource for local leaders and partners to strengthen their communities. Newsweek has released its inaugural list of America's best regional banks and credit unions, and several Indiana-based institutions made the cut. Star Financial Bank in Fort Wayne, Indiana Members Credit Union in Indianapolis, Old National Bank in Evansville, German-American Bank in Jasper, Three Rivers Credit Union in Fort Wayne, and Horizon Bank in Michigan City were all rated five stars. The publication partnered with New York advisory firm Plant A Insights Group, to compile the list based on factors, including profitability, financial relevance, and risk exposures to financial uncertainties. U.S. Representative Larry Bouchon plans to retire at the end of the current session after 14 years in office. The Republican congressman announced Monday, Bouchon is currently in his seventh term representing Indiana's 8th congressional district. Bouchon is the longest-serving member of Indiana's Republican House delegation. The 8th district covers portions of 21 counties in western and southwest Indiana. Bouchon was elected to Congress in 2010. Prior to his move into politics, he was a practicing heart surgeon and served as president of Owen Valley Heart Care and Evansville. Bouchon currently serves on the House Energy and Commerce Committee and previously served on the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio.
1: Don't miss your chance to nominate a worthy business or community leader for IBJ's 40 Under 40 Awards. It's one of our most prestigious awards events celebrating the accomplishments of leaders under the age of 40. We're on the lookout for people who have achieved a level of success that is rare at a young age. Who will be named to this year's class? We need your input. Learn more and submit your nomination by January 12th at ibj.com nominations.
0: New data shows Indiana's teacher pay is ticking up, but still trails behind averages in neighboring states as the debate over Hoosier educator salaries continues. IIB's Alex Brown has more.
1: More than 31,000 full-time Hoosier teachers earn above the statewide average, but almost 32,000 educators still earn below that margin. The average teacher salary in Indiana is $58,531, up from about $57,000 the year prior. That's according to the 2022-23 state teacher compensation report by the Indiana Education Employment Relations Board. The lowest teacher salary reported was $38,000. The highest is about 108000 Currently, Indiana law requires a minimum salary of $40,000 for each full-time teacher. The Indiana State Teachers Association's county-by-county map of average teacher salaries and starting salaries shows most, but not all, Hoosier districts have raised salary minimums during the previous and current school years. But representatives from the state's largest teacher union told the Indiana Capitol Chronicle that the latest IEERB report shows, quote, there is still work to be done in achieving the teacher salary goal's set by the governor in 2020, end quote. Governor Eric Holcomb said previously that he intends to make teacher pay competitive with surrounding states and get Indiana's average teacher salary up to $60,000. The same increase was recommended by the governor's 2020 Next Level Teacher Compensation Commission. Alex Brown, Inside Indiana Business, Radio.
0: An Evansville native with more than 15 years of experience working in financial roles for large manufacturers has been named financial chief officer of Koch Enterprises. Neil McDonald most recently served as CFO of AmeriQual, a privately held food packaging company in Evansville, according to a news release from Coke Enterprises. McDonald replaces Susan Parsons, who is retiring after 40 years but will help with the transition. Based in Evansville, Coke Enterprises is a privately held corporation with seven diversified operating units Amprod, Autobahn Metals, Brake Supply, Koch Finishing Systems, Gibbs, Koch Air, and Southwestern Communications. The corporation has more than 2,800 employees. Seeking to improve employment rates, a Noble County economic development organization is offering grants of up to $1,000 so people can afford needed equipment and supplies for their jobs. Those eligible for the grants are local learners enrolled in or recent graduates of a workforce certification program and degree graduates from within the last year to gain or retain employment. Grant money can only be used for purchasing equipment and supplies required to do the job they have trained for and their employers do not cover. This could include steel-toed boots, welding helmets and gloves, stethoscopes, scrubs, and specialty maintenance tools. Applications are due February 16th. The CEO of Wisconsin-based Hendricks Commercial Properties says he is confident in what he believes is a, quote, good collaborative effort behind the proposed $60 million transformation of Circle Center Mall in downtown Indianapolis. Our partners at the IBJ broke the news in December of the project, which aims to transform the mall into an open-air, pedestrian-focused campus that will include retail, offices, and housing over the next decade. Rob Gerbitz noted that projects such as this are difficult to pull off, but the collaborative nature behind the Circle Center project has been key to bringing it to fruition, and that will continue throughout the process. Terre Hope Mayor Brandon Sockbun is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond Podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers and Business, sports, entertainment and beyond, available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, Radio on Demand.